hapon this afternoon in the book of First Peter chapter 5 and uh, we're looking at verse number <clears throat> verse number 7 First Peter chapter 5 and verse a very familiar uh, verse passage to all of us and uh, I find it uh, need for me today in First Peter chapter 5 verse number 7. There are times na, you know, you life in the ministry is uh, heavy. And so exactly I, I, I felt I needed this verse and of course for all of us. First Peter 5 verse number 7 in your Bible kindly share. First Peter chapter 5 and uh, verse number 7. The Bible says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Let us all bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we are grateful and thankful for this time that we can come to you in humble prayer before thy throne of grace tonight. There is uh, a destruction on our connection, on the internet, but I pray, Lord, that your hand would bless in a very, very special way and preserve the Word of God to be preached today. And Lord God, I pray that our hearts will be blessed by hearing upon the Word of God preached today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Uh, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. The message is entitled tonight, Committing our worries into the care of our Lord Jesus Christ. Completely committing our worries into the hands, into the care of our Lord uh, Jesus Christ. Life is full of care. The Bible says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. By the way, the word care in the Greek is merimna. And it carries the idea of a destruction or care. Something that causes concern or uneasiness. First of all, this verse, as we look at a uh, familiar verse, Karungapon, first of all, this verse is talking to us individually. None of us exempt, is exempted here. It is talking directly to us individually about our needs. Do you have some needs, Karungapon? The Bible says, casting the whole of your care, all of your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns, once for all on Him, on the Lord Jesus Christ. For He cares for you uh, affectionately. He cares for you about, He cares about you watchfully. Those are the two things. Affectionately and watchfully. Cast all, He says. Underline the word all. Our cares on Him, not only small or large things, but all things. A study conducted by a survey in uh, United Kingdom that the top 10 worries, uh, counting from, from 10 to 1 according to their survey, the uh, Benedict Health in uh, United Kingdom, and they listed 10 things that, that cause our concern in life, our cares in life. Number one, 
Uh, number one on top is the, the word diet. And then people worry about job security, number nine. And uh, number eight, people uh, care about rent and uh, mortgage uh, payment. Number seven, people worry about credit card debt. And then number six, they care about, uh, they worry about low energy level. Number five, they, they worry about overdrafts and loans. Number four, they worry about overall fitness. And then uh, number three, they worry about savings, financial future. And number two, people worry about old age. And number one worry um, is about overweight. Overweight. Now there are three observations about that list. First of all, this most fall, mostly fall into two categories. People worry about health and finances. Health and finances. These are universal number two human concerns. And there are issues that will be, be with us as long. These are issues that will always haunt us and trouble us as long as we live here on earth. So number one, casting the whole of your care on him. Number two, God is greater than all our worries in life. That is what we need to remember. No matter how, how strong the trial in your life right now. Remember this. God is always greater than all your worries in life. It could be a life-threatening situation of your health, of your security, of your business, or any particular thing in your life. Whatever it is. I can look back to what happened to King Hezekiah in First Kings chapter. This is a great concern that came to his life. Second Kings chapter 20, verses number 1 to number 6. Second Kings 20, verse number 1 to 20. In those days, Hezekiah was sick unto death. This is a near-death experience, actually. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order, set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Can you imagine? Uh, death was pronounced by the Lord. And as a result, he said, he turned his face to the wall and thanked the Lord. He still hears and, and prayed unto the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O God, remember how, remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with perfect heart, and have done that which is good in thy sight. Hezekiah wept sore. He wept bitterly. And it came to pass, as Isaiah was gone into the middle court, that the Lord, the word of the Lord came unto him saying, Turn again and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, Thus said the Lord, the God of, of David thy father, I have heard thy prayers, and have seen their, your tears, thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee, and on the third day thou shalt go up unto the house of the Lord. In verse number 6, I will add unto thy lives fifteen years more. And God answered. So remember, he, he, it happened in the, in, during the time of the Syrian invasion of Judah. He was sick, and it was a great concern, a near-death sickness. He turned his face to the wall in verse number 2. And this shows how earnest Hezekiah was in his prayer in verse number 3. 
Hezekiah wept sore. He wept bitterly. I have heard your prayer, God says, in response. I have seen thy tears. Surely I will heal you and add more 15 years to your life. In situations beyond uh, human control, God can send his, his, his answer. And God can send divine intervention. When situations get worse beyond what the leader can afford to solve, God can send his intervention. And uh, so we, you, you can pray. I, I, I look at the people in the word of God, like Moses. When they came to the situation, it's beyond what they can do. They just simply prayed and the Lord sent in divine intervention. And so remember this. Uh, this verse is talking about our present concern. Whatever we are facing in life, we can always believe in God. We can always believe God can do the impossible beyond our reach. The Lord can move and through prayer. And so casting all your care. Remember this believe in prayer and God will do his part. Number two, our greatest comfort is the fact that God cares for us no matter what. God cares for us that instead of worrying, trust God. We need to trust God's care and only through his grace we need to trust God. He says all of your concern, all of your problems, all of your fears, casting all your health concern, your family concern, all your care, Include all that you can, that you are facing in life. Put it all in the hands of God. Believe God is the same God that we serve. And you can put everything into his hands. And then he says, casting all, the next word is yours. Meaning you, he's talking about you, your care. God knows all about you. He knows your name. He knows our circumstances individually. That in spite of all the people of the world, between 8 to Six to eight billion people in the world. He still knows and cares for you. And uh, in spite of the billions of people coming to him. To his throne in prayer. Can you imagine he will entertain us. He will take us as if nobody comes to his throne but you. Nobody comes to his throne praying but you. That's the God that we know tonight. And then number three. He cared for you. Simply means. Beyond all human ability, he cares for you. No one really understands like Jesus. And no one understands the song says like Jesus. He's a friend beyond compare. And meet him at the throne of mercy. He is watching for you there. No one understands like Jesus. Every woe he sees and feels. Tenderly he whispers comfort. And the broken heart he heals. No one understands like Jesus. When the foes of life assail, you should never be discouraged. Jesus cares and will not fail. The chorus says, no one understands like Jesus. When the days are dark and grim, no one is so near, so dear as Jesus. Cast your every care on him. So he cared for you. It simply means beyond all human ability to help you, he cares for you. And then, um, number four, we must always remember our God is our God, our great burden uh, carrier. He carries us. In, in the book of Isaiah, 
46 in your Bible, please. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 46, I want to read verse 1 up to verse number 8. Isaiah 46, verses number 1 up to verse number 8. Hear you this, O house of Jacob, which are called by the name of Israel, and are come before out of the waters of Judah, which swear by the name of the Lord, and make mention of the God of Israel, but not in truth nor in righteousness. But they call themselves of the holy city, they stay themselves upon the God of Israel, the Lord of hosts is his name. I have declared the former things from the beginning, that they went forth out of my mouth. I showed verse number four, chapter 46, I mean, and uh, Bel boweth down, Nebo stupid their idols upon the, upon the beast and upon the cattle. Your carriages were heavy, uh, loaden, and they are burdened to the weary beast. They stoop, they bow down together, uh, together. They, they could not deliver the burden, but themselves are going into captivity. Talking about the gods of the nations go into captivity and not being able to help to deliver the burdens. Verse 3, Hearken unto me, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of the house of Israel, which are born by me from the belly, which are carried from the womb. In verse number 4, Even to your old age I am he, even to the whore or gray hairs will I carry you. I have made, I will hear, I will carry and will deliver you. Thank God for that. In contrast to that, look at the gods of the nations. They bear him upon the shoulder. They carry him and set him in his place. And he standeth from his place. Shall he not remove? Yea, one shall care, cry unto him and he cannot answer nor save him out of his trouble. Can you imagine? They go to the God of the nations. They're false gods. They cannot help. They cannot deliver. They cannot hear prayers. And uh, in fact, their idols are carried into captivity. They could not deliver the burden. They have, they, they have themselves gone into captivity. But thank God we have in verse number four, what a challenge to us, what, a, what an encouragement. Even your old age, I am he. Even to four hairs will I carry you. I have made I will bear, even will I carry, and will, he says, deliver. Even to your old age, God declares, I am he. And even to the gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made, God says, I will bear, I will carry, I will deliver you. And you have the context. The contrast here in verse number 7. Verse 4, it has always been a great comfort for believers to realize that we are fearfully and we are wonderfully made by God. And that the Lord knows us before we are born. He, it is that formed us in our mother's womb, actually. Indeed, he has scheduled every, uh, every day of our lives and faithfully watches over our every movement and faithfully remains with us even when we wander far away from him. This verse assures us that it is not only our early years about which the Lord is interested, 
He is with us every day of our lives. In fact, from the cradle to the grave, He cares for us. From the womb to the tomb, from the start to finish, from birth to death, and for every day, season in between. The Lord loves and cares for each of us when our hair has turned gray, our knees have grown feeble, and our faces have become filled with wrinkles. He cares for us when our hands start to tremble, and our minds become increasingly confused and forgetful. And He has promised to carry us and care for us in every season of life. Because He is our Father, we are His people, He has made us, He has promised to faithfully carry us, care for us, help us and deliver us all the days of our life until He takes us home to be with Him in heaven, in heavenly glory. For He has promised even to your old age, I am He, and even to the whole hairs will I carry you. I have made and I will bear, even will I carry you. I will deliver you, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. He is concerned about you. You see, worrying and, and spending time so much in worry is something that we need to surrender to the Lord. Who among us would not worry? But we need to learn from the word of God. We need to bring it into the hands of Jesus. We need to learn to surrender to Jesus Christ. Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's his promise. I look at different exposition of 1 Peter chapter 5, verse number 7. And someone describes the verse this way. He said, throw all your anxieties upon him because he cares about you. Another one, he says, you can throw the whole weight of your anxieties upon him for you are his personal concern and number three another one says since God cares for you let him carry all your burdens and all he says your worries in Psalm 46 verse 1 it says God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble in verse 10 be still and know that I am God I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. With this, I would like for us to pray. And by the grace of God, learn to commit our cares into the hands of God. Before I pray, let me... Is there any prayer request na collect in spite of the fact that we... We had no connection, proper connection today. Um, can we? All right. We will, we will wait for that. So those who have prayer requests slip, you can turn it in. And before I pray, I guess we have few here. We need to pray for our sick people. And uh, uh, we need to pray for God's preservation in our church. You see, um, really the... Coronavirus is affecting everyone today. And we need to just pray that the Lord will preserve our church. And uh, uh, that the preaching of the gospel will, will uh, continue. And uh, <clears throat> I hope the message has 
has given us uh, something we need and something that will sustain us. Now, let me repeat, tomorrow in the morning, uh, we will have our devotion at 8 o'clock. And then uh, after 8 o'clock, 8.30, we will be leaving exactly at 9 o'clock. And uh, we, I will announce the place tomorrow. So if, if members are going, please let us know so that we can arrange our transportation. That will be in the afternoon, we have 3 o'clock. And then Friday, we're back on our visitation program. So uh, um, we, need, we need you there. So please do not forget to bring your face mask, your face shield. And uh, as I have instructed, if possible, you, you stay at the gate. Do not uh, go inside. And uh, at the gate would be enough. If, if, if ever they would really let you in, open the gate and then maintain a clear, proper distance. And uh, I, I've instructed our workers, you can read the, a portion of the Bible and uh, or few verses and then pray with our members, extending our, our uh, care as a church to this present uh, uh, situation now that we are facing. We're still in the pandemic and we... We want to clearly observe, you know, proper distancing to keep us safe. Thank you. Okay. Uh, we have here a prayer request. Um, we need to pray for the Riponte family for comfort in the uh, homegoing of Mom Clarita Lou and for the services tomorrow for the Word of God uh, to find the lodging place. I have. I have made a, um, an appointment to have a service there tomorrow. Of course, we need to uh, extend uh, social distancing, but I will be there tomorrow and, and, and bring very few with me for the social distancing purpose. And we pray, mostly are not saved, so we pray for the Word of God. And uh, also, uh, going back to the... Uh, the, the company that made our gate. So I have made an appointment with the owner that I will be, will be going back there tomorrow to have Bible study also. So please pray for that. Uh, we need to pray for... We need to pray for uh, Sir Rick Kinto for physical healing. I know he's watching right now. Also Bible study tomorrow. At Earl Joy, this is from Mom Elsie, Earl Joy uh, Steel Publication Services in Mintal in Catalonia Grande. Also, uh, uh, request for the Gonzaga family and the Bautista family. And uh, uh, from Mom Ami Taotho, please pray for all the sick, especially those affected with the COVID virus. Protection from our, for our frontliners, pastors, and church workers, praying to the Lord to end this pandemic. And um, also uh, um, from Brother Jeremy Reponte, pray, please pray for my family and relatives' comfort in the loss of my grandmother. Please pray for my family and relatives' salvation of souls. Please pray for my Kuya Richard's safe travel going to U.S., Pray for our church, 
pastors and full-time workers for God's daily wisdom and protection. Mama Amor Eason, pray for Mr. and Mrs. Virgilio Abau Jr. and family for God's guidance and provision. And please pray for Rodeline Abau, my sister-in-law, for provision and healing from sickness. From uh, Sir Christian Gambaya, pray for the family of uh, Brother Jeremy Reponte for God's comfort and grace in the loss of uh, his grandmother. And uh, also for uh, Sir Dean and Mom Lori, uh, from prayer, pray for pastoring and family for God's protection and wisdom and grace. Napasalikod, from Mom Rejoice Liberato, pray for Chloe Dewey's health. And pray for Pastor Inga and family's health and protection. And uh, pray for the board of directors, wisdom as they support our pastor and uh, ministry. Uh, that's all. Let us all uh, rise this time and I will close in prayer. Dear God, Heavenly Father, thank you for the time that we are gathered here tonight to be able to hear the word of God preach. Thank you for that great, wonderful verse that reminds us all that we need to bring our petitions today. We need to bring all our cares, our worries, and our concern into your throne. And we, we are so grateful, Lord, to know that your throne is a throne of grace. We pray, Lord, for this that, uh, that are sick and the names mentioned about salvation needs of their loved ones. We pray for the salvation of Jeremy's uh, uh, loved ones as they attend tomorrow uh, the services that we are going to conduct. And then we pray for the soul winning program tomorrow, dear God. Save souls and we commit everything to you. We humbly commit ourselves to the Father. And uh, we beg for the uh, power of the Holy Spirit to enlighten and guide us. We pray for our church. We pray for our health. Uh, protection, Lord, from the uh, ongoing pandemic for our church and our members. And there are some who are affected, dear God. We, we now bring them to your throne of grace. And then we pray for all of our pastors in the field. We pray for your protection. We continue, Lord, to pray for Brother Michael Logrosa. There is an opportunity for him, awaiting for him in, in this league. The people there would like to have him as their pastor. But Lord, uh, we hope and pray that within six months' time, he would totally, their Lord, recover from his illness. And then guide and direct us tonight. Bless our services this coming Sunday, our visitation on Friday. And as we continue working, Lord, on our church camp, provide us the strength. And thank you for providing us the gate. And slowly, dear Lord, we do it, dear Father, because we are envisioning the future of the work of God. And protect and bless everyone present here tonight. I cannot tell exactly the need of every individual, the need of our people in their homes. The Lord touch those who are sick. And then those who are uh, struggling spiritually, dear Lord, bless their lives, touch their lives for all of these things, Father, we praise you, we thank you, we commit to you in the most precious name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you.
and you are now dismissed.